It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV, 5 topics in about 10 minutes for Thursday, May 18th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Just a quick reminder, Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is on right now. That means instant access to two dozen presentations and, as a free bonus, all six feature-length Skywatch Films documentaries. I'll tell you about that after the break. Topic number 5 today, the Durham Takeaway, the Durham Report the topic of all the cable news shows the last couple of nights. Uh, the bottom line from the report issued by Special Counsel John Durham on Monday night, again, there was no valid basis for the FBI's investigation into Donald Trump and his alleged links to Russia, and the FBI knew it, but it proceeded anyway. According to Durham, the Trump campaign investigation was premised on raw, unanalyzed, and uncorroborated intelligence U.S. intelligence agencies possessed no actual evidence of collusion when the probe began, but they proceeded anyway. This was an intelligence operation by the intelligence community against candidate and then later President Donald Trump. Durham, highly critical of the FBI's, quote, startling and inexplicable failure, end quote, to investigate the so-called Clinton intelligence plan. In late July of 2016, U.S. intelligence agencies obtained insight into Russian intelligence analysis, alleging that Hillary Clinton had approved a campaign plan to stir up a scandal against Trump by tying him to Putin and the Russians' hacking of the Democratic National Committee, end quote. Then CIA Director John Brennan thought the information was important enough to brief President Obama, Vice President Biden, the Attorney General, Director of, the Nation of National Intelligence, FBI Director James Comey, and other senior U.S. officials. And yet, the report concludes that the FBI failed to act on what should have been, when combined with other established facts, a clear warning sign that the FBI was being used to manipulate, influence, or influence the law enforcement process for political purposes during the 2016 campaign. I will say again, this, by any measure, should be the biggest scandal in U.S. political history. This is way beyond anything that Richard Nixon is supposed to have done regarding the bugging of Democratic National Party headquarters at the Watergate Hotel. And this is way beyond that. And yet it took MSNBC Monday night 30 minutes to dismiss the Durham report as no big deal. A nothing burger. But that leads to topic number four today, chaff and countermeasures. That's a phrase used by the uh, the author who comes calls himself Sundance at the Last Refuge blog. Really essential reading because analysis, his analysis is right on target. The big question following the release of the Durham report is this. So what? W what happens now? D does anything happen now? Because it, it, this normally is what... Uh, what Sundance refers to as chaff and countermeasures. Chaff in the form of rage from the base of the aggrieved party, in this case, uh, Trump supporters, and countermeasures, distraction, the political sideshow that takes place on cable news every night to distract us from the fact that nothing is changing. Look at what has happened over the past 10 years. Benghazi, Hillary's email server, 30,000 plus emails just bleach bitted and shredded into non-existence after a congressional subpoena. Uh, operation Fast and Furious, the gun running operation by the Obama administration in New Mexico. IRS targeting conservative organizations, Hunter Biden's laptop, on and on it goes, and yet nothing changes. All of this generating rage from the base and the appearance of congressional investigations while nothing really happens. Who's gone to prison? 
What policies have changed? <laughs> Ten years on, we still have boots on the ground in Syria. And more on that in a little. Uh, what has changed? Nothing. What All that happens is that the base gets riled up and then the political party exploiting that rage makes money by fundraising off of it. Chaff and countermeasures. To put this another way, as the Left Refuge wrote, quote, John Durham wrote a 316-page report detailing the false construct of the Trump-Russia narrative. There was no basis for the two-year investigation led by Robert Mueller, unquote. So why didn't John Durham investigate what Mueller was doing during those two years? I mean, Durham established that there was no basis for Mueller to investigate anything. So what was Mueller doing? during those two years. Why wasn't that investigated? Durham noted in his report that he specifically did not consider the handling of the investigation of President Trump opened by the FBI on May 16th of 2017. Why not? I mean, again, there was no basis for Mueller's investigation, so why wasn't Mueller's investigation investigated? This doesn't happen in the swamp. That's why Mueller's investigation... Mueller's investigation was intended to cover up the Obama administration's weaponization of the CIA, FBI, Department of Justice, and the intelligence community against Donald Trump, and Durham knows it. His investigation was to give the illusion that something was investigated, but at the end of the day, Durham concluded, we can't charge anybody. Chaff and countermeasures. Topic number three. Training Ukrainians. Uh, Monday, French President Emmanuel Macron confirmed that France has opened the door, opened the door to training Ukrainian fighter pilots on Western fighter jets. And he said this the day after he hosted President Vladimir Zelensky in Paris. Zelensky is touring um, Europe. He's uh, met with uh, UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who uh, previously said that he too was opening the door to training Ukrainian fighter pilots. United States also saying we are happy to train Ukrainian fighter pilots, but none of these nations yet have uh, promised to send Western fighter jets to Ukraine, whose pilots are basically trained to fly Soviet-made jets like the MiG-29 on the screen behind me, but not the F-16 or the Tornado or anything. So we will train them to fly the planes that they don't have planes that we may not give to them, we've not promised them yet, and planes which, if we do send them, Russia has said would constitute an unacceptable escalation of what is already a proxy war. Chaff and countermeasures. Topic number two, the Middle East. Uh, speaking of Syria, uh, Syria's President Bashar al-Assad, who has been out of favor with the Arab League for more than a decade, is expected to basically uh, own the spotlight Friday at the Arab League Summit in Saudi Arabia. He will be getting together with regional leaders who uh, tried to throw him out of office at the behest of the United States, for the most part, the U.S. and Saudi Arabia. He was ostracized by most Arab states in the region following his crackdown on protests, which began in 2011, protests that we now know were instigated by Western intelligence services, you know, those uh, so-called moderate rebels in, uh, Islamic rebels in Syria that were trying to overthrow al-Assad. You know, the, the, the moderate ones who burned guys alive and drowned others in cages and cut off a bunch of heads. Those moderate Islamic rebels. Well, um, with the help of Russia and Iran, Syria has pretty much regained control. The Assad regime regained control of most of the country, except for that little bit where we've got 
900 American soldiers still on the ground. Um, so Saudi Arabia, Qatar, others for years that had supported rebels inside Syria now have given up the hope that they will push Assad from power and are welcoming, welcoming him back into the Arab League. This is quite a uh, recovery for Assad's fortunes. Now, these Arab leaders in the Arab League do want him to cut down on Syria's drug trade and want him to take back war refugees that have flooded neighboring nations. Uh, Also, at this uh, Arab League summit this weekend, envoys for the two competing factions in Sudan's war, that conflict expected to dominate discussion, Saudi Arabia trying to broker a uh, peace deal there, but um, no end to that conflict yet in sight. Coming up, artificial intelligence obviously wants us to fight each other. I'll give you an example of what I mean next on 5 and 10. There is an all-out war being waged on the minds of an entire generation of today's young people. State lawmakers are now questioning how 70 foster kids can go missing. They have convinced us in the West that children are a burden. Birth rates are below replacement levels just about everywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. People would have to be utterly blind or insane not to recognize the current heartbreaking onslaught against our most vulnerable citizens, our children. Children who have been thrown up against walls and locked in closets. Children who hide under their beds in fear and whose nightmares are real. Children who have been beaten with two by fours, whipped with bicycle chains, and burned with cigarette butts children living in foster care are four to five times more likely to commit suicide than those who are not. An agenda to submit our current generation of children to a fate far worse than death is being carried out. I was five years old. I was doing dishes. My mom was so mad she had picked up one of the steak knives and shoved it through my hand and just walked away. stand in the gap for these children. These are real lives. Topic number one today, AI says, let's you and him fight. Uh, Rolling Stone reporting that a professor at Texas A&M University says he asked the OpenAI chatbot ChatGPT whether his students had used it to cheat on their final essays and told him that the whole class had used it to write their papers. That's cheating at most schools. The teacher, Dr. Jared Mum, went on to flunk the entire class based on what ChatGPT had told him, even though most of them were due to graduate this month. Uh, But it turns out that ChatGPT appears to have made up the allegations. You see, while there is software out there that can detect whether an artificial intelligence has written a certain chat, that software is not ChatGPT itself, which is known to spew misinformation and outright falsehoods. 
After this uh, story went viral on Reddit, Rolling Stone got in touch with the original poster, who claims to be engaged to one of the students flunked by Mum. According to the user, um, Dr. Mum flunked several other classes in a similar fashion. Then to make things more interesting, an enterprising Reddit user took Dr. Mum's um, doctoral dissertation and ran it through ChatGPT to see if Dr. Mum had cheated. ChatGPT said, yes, it could detect plagiarism. This dissertation was, in fact, plagiarized. Despite the fact that Dr. Mum had submitted his dissertation in 2021 before ChatGPT was even a thing. The point being, ChatGPT was just stirring up trouble. And uh, apparently Texas A&M has a <laughs> horse load of trouble right now, uh, thanks to Dr. Mum's use of it to detect cheating. Skywatch TV's virtual conference, One World Rising, is on right now, and that means you get instant access when you sign up for 90 days. Two dozen presentations on the uh, infrastructure being constructed for the globalist government, which, if you've got a Christian futurist view of end times prophecy, you know where that ultimately leads, the kingdom of Antichrist. Plus, when you sign up, you not only get presentations from the likes of Tom Horn, Carl Gallup's Rabbi Zev Porat, uh, Ryan Peterson, Colonel David Giamona, uh, yours truly, and many others. You also get, as a free bonus, access to all six Skywatch Films documentaries, including the jaw-dropping Ragnarok, Humanity's Last Stand. That's the one based on Tom Horn's best-selling book, The Wormwood Prophecy. You can sign up right now. 90 days access. You watch what you want to watch in the order you choose to watch it. That's uh, DefenderConference.com. That's the website for registration and information, DefenderConference.com. We really appreciate your support at Skywatch TV because without it, we can do nothing. And so if you're in the U.S. or Canada during the month of, April, or during the month of May, that is, we're in May now, um, we will send you a copy of Tom Horn's book, Zeitgeist 2025, for your gift of any amount. That means whatever you choose to send, whatever you feel led to send, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, we will send you a copy of Tom's book, which is an essential for your reference library. Find out more online at skywatchtv.com. Look for the red donate button. skywatchtvstore.com. Follow the link there. Or you can call us toll-free at 844-750-4985. And thank you. This week on Skywatch TV, you get a look behind the scenes. Joe Artis Horn lifts the hood, lets you look in at the engine that powers Skywatch TV, and uh, that is, in fact, you. But it'll take you behind the scenes in the studio, the offices, to show you where it all happens and uh, how your support has made it happen. And, of course, what we do is what makes it possible for us to support the work at Whispering Ponies Ranch. Our broadcast schedule for the over-the-air program is posted at skywatchtv.com channels, but you can watch that show right now. All of our programs, in fact, all of our video archives are posted at skywatchtv.com. You can also watch it on Roku or Apple TV if you've got the Skywatch TV app for those devices, or you can uh, check it out at uh, YouTube, as long as we're there, uh, rumble.com slash skywatchtv, or... Uh, Add the Skywatch TV app to your mobile device. It is free and available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. The mobile app also gets you important news updates three days a week, uh, other features like a calendar of upcoming events and more. And uh, again, for those platforms, we've got links to their app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. 
I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.